Oh boy, we went long, but that was good. Yeah, stuff, we went boys. deep on that one. <laughs> we went deep into the beaver nuggets. The whole way to the night. <laughs> Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events. Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome to the Sea Space City Podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, here via satellite with the stars of the show, Alan and Ricky. Alan, what is happening, buddy? Man, this little pre-recording banter almost got us hooked and we were about to miss the topic. So, you know, I think we're ready to (laughs) rock and roll like you said. (laughs) I think we are. Ricky, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Not taking as many losses as The Rock, but uh, probably don't have as many wins as him either. So, So, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, The Rock had uh, kind of a rough week. Um, maybe, maybe we could consider it almost a rough, uh, six months. Relatively rough. Yeah. Relatively like rough for the rock is stellar for anybody else. Let's be real. (laughs) And, you know, so I guess black Adam is not going to be continuing in the DCU. No, no, no. They're Mm -hmm. dropping that Um, there. Uh, they wanted to do this whole thing with, uh, Henry Cavill and then the rock or, they wanted to do this whole thing with uh, The Rock, uh, with Black Adam and Shazam, but The Rock kind of big boyed uh, Zachary Levi and Shazam, and he wanted to do a whole thing with Superman. And then James Gunn came in, and they're going in a new direction with DC. So, yeah, no more Black Adam. It wasn't that good of a movie. If you haven't seen I it, mean, don't worry but about I, it. <laughs> I don't think it was as bad as people were I saying. I don't think either. it was either. I mean, it was. Yeah. It's a pretty basic superhero movie, yeah, and like except low, Black Adam's kind of on the edge. Low-rung superhero movie. It kind of sucked in that, uh, like, just the general nature of the Black Adam character, I guess. Like, The Rock just did not have a fucking personality in that movie. Like, he wasn't on. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't able to be like Hobbs from the Fast movies or anything like that. He wasn't able to, like, I don't know if it was just written that way or The Rock decided to do it that way, but, like... Yo, you can take some L's, Rock. It's okay. You can take some L's in movies <laughs> and then win in the end. That's how movies have always worked for like hundreds of years. So, <laughs> I mean, he's won so many times that, you know, he was due for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys think it's just like a an overdoing it? He did go pretty hard and then, you know, all these summer projects keep dropping. Um, you know, like we were saying, uh, Hard L with the the cancellation of Black Adam, and then also uh, his his rea- not reality show, his biography show Young Rock um, also got canceled by NBC. So, so I I have this to say about Young Rock being canceled after three seasons. Yeah, yeah, I thought he got three seasons. That's okay. not a bad run nowadays. <laughs> um, f- first off. I, I don't think I watched season three yet. I usually watch it streaming and like we'll watch it like in chunks. And I just kind of missed the new season starting and have been, you know, breaking news. I've been wildly busy the last, you know, I don't know, three years. 
<laughs> so, um, I, I'm going to imagine without without having seen it, but where they were at the end of season two, like it just comes down to they were running out of young rock. Yeah, yeah. How much? I mean, how much? Like you were, you were actually tell from this guy. <laughs> like yeah. they were into the beginning of his WWE career. Yeah. Which technically lasted a total of fifteen years with a break in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like his his WWE so, career even was like what six years, like uh, of an active like, like really active first run. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like he's a legend. Do not get me wrong. Like I will chant Rocky, Rocky, Rocky all day every day. This guy as well. I smell <laughs> what the Rock is. I used cooking. to call myself the Rick. When I was younger, the Rick, I so it. I was the Rick. I, I got the same sort of, I, I got it. the same sort of ambiguous uh, racial thing going as the Rock, and I got the same sort of skin tone. <laughs> I was the Rick, same, same eyebrow flicker. <laughs> yeah, can you give me a people's eyebrow? Oh, that's a good people's a eyebrow. <laughs> I tell you what, you got to do the glasses first. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Audio visual. Ricky uh, pulled his glasses down his nose and hit us with a people's eyebrow. We now smell what the Rick is cooking hey. as well. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, the XFL was kind of I don't I don't want to say it was kind of foreseen, but it was very rough for it to have been as hyped as it was back pre pre pandemic. It definitely felt like, at least here in Houston, the the Roughnecks didn't pick up the same steam they had before. I don't disagree with you, and I think you know the the Roughnecks. It was that four game winning streak followed by a three game losing streak, <laughs> and then five hundred to finish out. <laughs> it was it was kind of tough, and but with the XFL, <laughs> two and one to but from out. the Rock standpoint, with the XFL losing wow. like sixty million dollars. Actually, not mm-hmm. that bad, probably. Like, you know, this is like an so upstart little... company. Like, companies like this are always going to lose money in the beginning. Like, they used to talk about, like, AW losing money at first. I was like, yeah. Until you, like, yeah. Put, uh, put your name out there and then get, like, a major TV contract. You know, you just – companies like that, they kind of lose money in those first, like, three to five yeah. years or so. And then after that, I mean, Black my, Adam doesn't survive, but you do, you know? And sometimes stuff happens. <laughs> well, and I was surprised it was that much because I thought that they had pretty decent, like, yes, we didn't hit the attendance like we did in 2020 mm-hmm. at Roughnecks Games, but we didn't have any like i i want to say the lowest attendance was 11 and a half thousand yeah something like that yeah and that's not bad for spring football league like i don't know yeah actually i re- i am refusing to watch the usfl so i don't know what their attendance yeah. is like i actually don't think but if it's anything that's what i was saying the 60 million lost isn't isn't that bad considering like it's no one wants to lose right. sixty million dollars, of course. But like when you have consider the amount of cities, the amount of travel that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a, oh yeah, NBA's I mean they probably spent a lot of that in travel. Baseball started up around this time. Hockey playoffs were yeah, where hockey was around that time. So like you had a real crowded sort of sports field around that time as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know I think 
I, I think that the XFL is is built in a way to last. They had some they had some shakeups in corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, the marketing team seems to have gotten the axe, which I think is fair. That's fair. The marketing was not great. You lose sixty million, um, you also lose money like that. Those headlines come out, you just have to fire somebody. Yeah. That's just kind of how it works. Somebody's got <laughs> to yeah. get the axe. Somebody's got to be like, you, you got you to gotta show your investors and stuff like that. Hey, we're doing something yeah. to try and turn this around to be more profitable. So, you know. Yeah. Because I will give, it felt like the XFL commercials were very neutral. They weren't as... You know, for a man like The Rock, who is just a hype machine, <laughs> yeah. the mm. hype was not yeah. there in those commercials. Yep. <laughs> um, and I will give I will give the USFL credit on this. Their commercials, man, I'm ready to uh, like. I see those commercials. I'm like, hell yeah, turn the game on now, let's go. <laughs> but then it comes down to game time, and I remember I'm not watching it specifically because they can't be bothered to put teams in their actual cities <laughs> to play. And just on sheer principle, <laughs> I refuse to watch that. <laughs> XFL is also battling against that um, sort of stigma of the early 2000s XFL. When people look yeah, at it, it's like where, where it's piled into with the um, – sort of professional wrestling and the MMA is cockfighting yeah. crowd, you know, all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's where kind of the rock buying it could have been a hindrance yeah. too, yeah. because he kept that wrestling connection. Yep. Mm. True. But, but I mean, like we said, a bad year for the rock, is a good year for everybody else. So, so, so I do want to go off of this whole bad year for the rock thing. He did come back in the uh, Fast X movie at the end of the Fast X movie. Like, I think. Well, I mean, again, another bad year. I mean, it, he 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 had said he was never returning to the franchise, and then you know everything falls apart, and then all of a sudden you go crying back to Vin Diesel and his family. <laughs> I mean, first off, the biggest piece of dog shit ever, or whatever. First off, I'm pretty sure that was filmed a year ago. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a while back. (laughs) This was this was because, like, I don't know, like they're they're coming to the end of the movies. There's uh, reportedly they're supposed to be coming to the end of the movies. This first one was supposed to be like the first of three to end it off, and then. Also, like, uh, also another report was that The Rock and Jason Statham got into it on the Hobbs and Shaw thing. So uh, The Rock is mm. probably trying to trying to soothe some uh, grounds over, trying to mend a few fences and be like, hey, I'm oh not too God. shitty to work with. <laughs> like, I so, can't be beefing with Ben and Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go Listen. see the movie? What, what do you think about it? I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to give my thoughts. So there was like a million freaking people in the movie, but I thought that they did a good job of giving everybody their own moment. But but they, mm-hmm. but also with having so many people in the movie, you couldn't get too deep on some of the stuff. Like like Brie Larson's character could have done with more of her. You know, could have done Captain Marvel. Was yeah. In it? yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that's why I had to fall asleep because I was like, all right, that's I the crossover care. I want. <laughs> 
Fast and the Marvel Fury. You might as well do it because uh, uh, the the uh, fast people are now uh, officially superheroes. Like in this movie, Vin jumps his car up and like smashes into a construction equipment piece that like swings around oh, and knocks into oh, a yeah. bomb and tosses oh, into the water. First of all. <laughs> Oh, yes, that construction scene. Thank you for reminding me. What the fuck? First of all, I'm going to save the Vatican, right? I'm going to save the Vatican from this atomic bomb. And it's like, okay. But, like, let me crash my fucking whip into this freaking big-ass ton crane. Like, I don't yeah, know how many tons a fucking crane is. Like, oh, yeah. And it's just it's like perfect battery, dude. What the fuck? Thank you, Ricky. Also, another thought on the movie is they brought Rita Moreno in the movie, which was awesome. But Rita Moreno is supposed to be playing like Dom's grandma, so like Ben Diesel's grandma. Rita Moreno, is like that was eighty or something. Ben, I don't know how old Dom is supposed to be, but Ben is fifty-five today. He's fifty-five <laughs> years old today. He was probably like fifty-three when this movie was made. What at what age did Rita Moreno have her first kid? If she's Dom's grandma, <laughs> hold on, Alan. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Are you guys hearing this? No. No. I got a fan going in the back, but I don't think you can hear that. Okay, so I had the I think ESPN. We, I thought you were say like Rita Moreno. Leave her to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it, like all of a sudden, Stanley Cup playoff uh, highlights started uh, playing in the background oh, yeah. on my computer, <laughs> and I'm hearing this in my headphones. I'm like, "What on earth?" So now I can't check the score <laughs> because I can't. It can't be trusted to not play a video. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so. Uh, here we are, Stanley Cup playoffs, Panthers, Golden Knights, Golden Knights up 3-1. They're playing right now as of our recording. Okay. I will I will attempt to check the scores by the time we're done. We might have a new Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> but the, the Golden Knights are up 2-0 in the game at the end of but, one. <laughs> trust me, at the end of, at the, end of uh, the movie, you're just like, right, I guess I got to come back and watch the second one. But I really, I don't want to. No, I want to come back <laughs> and watch it. I thought it was fun enough. I, I enjoyed the movie. I did think that it was fun. I didn't. I thought that it was so, better than the last one. I didn't like Fast Nine so much. I don't know what it is about Fast Nine. Like I thought it was just absolute garbage. But like, what is Don supposed to do? <laughs> uh, is is he gonna ride the 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 door as like a surfboard? <laughs> On this canyon, or what are we thinking here? He's gonna get back in the well, car. The movie, and the be movie like, ends in this buddy. big cliffhanger, but since um, the Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious movies are basically like Pharrell's NERD, no one ever really dies in these movies. So, like Jesus Christ, like did did, did we actually need a cliffhanger? Just making NERD reference. <laughs> I did. You like that? Did that make you? That's did that make you happy? <laughs> it did. It did. And also in the movie, so the movie is super fun. 
Jason Momoa's character. I loved Jason Momoa in this movie. They just told Jason Momoa, Very just well go played. for it, bro. Just do whatever the hell you want to. Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> he does a little bit of Joker. So he does Joker. He does some genie in there. there there's some reminiscence of like Robin Williams' genie. Because of this big blouse that he's wearing, this big purple looking blouse thing that he's wearing. And also he gets like really RuPaul with it, which is really interesting. He's also like talking. There's this scene that they have in there where like he's talking to two guys who are like corpses. Oh, the, he's just yeah. talking to the corpses. And the and what they do with the filmmaking technique is you know how you cut to somebody to try and get their reaction on like a laugh or something, they cut to the corpses mm-hmm. as though they were gonna get like a laugh from the corpses or something. But of course they're corpses, so they didn't make any any noise. But it was it's a pretty fun movie. I I, I do recommend it. Like if you if you kind of know what the fast movies are, I'm also watching this movie called RMN, which is like this uh, Bulgarian movie. And that was like a drama. That one's actually good. You know, but fast movies, like, you know, if you know what the fast movies are, if you think that they're dumb and fun, just, just go ahead and just go ahead and check it out. <laughs> I I love that you went from, so here's the fast movies, and then I'm watching this Bulgarian drama. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, no, just to show that, like, you know, just know what you're getting into with the fast movies. And on the complete opposite side of the spectrum is RMN. So. <laughs> oh, that Bulgarian drama has to be so sad. <laughs> so it starts out, it starts out with a good premise because like all movies have to have a hook now. So you just see this kid. He looks like he's walking to school because he's got like a backpack on, but he goes by the woods and he sees something in the woods and like, he's just speechless from from that point forward and then you're trying to figure out like what what did he see in the woods what what was this about you know but the hook because it's an actual drama movie like the hook is actually a little like a MacGuffin, and the actual movie is about like you know human behavior and shit like that so <laughs> but it's crazy good so so, so <clears throat> key question mm-hmm. are there any shots where the sun is out because i don't think i've ever seen any part of Eastern Europe shot where it wasn't cloudy, gray, and miserable. Oh, it's very gray. This is a very gray movie. But, <laughs> but that's sort of the tone and uh, oeuvre of the movie itself. So that might just be a director's choice. <laughs> Every director's choice when it comes to Eastern Europe. <laughs> the whole section of the continent that's like, hey, yo, the sun does come out here. <laughs> yeah, they made a whole joke about that on I think it was a Euro trip <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, you mentioned the Joker. It's been a good week for Jokers as the Denver Nuggets won the NBA Finals in a nice gentleman's sweep. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> uh, I didn't watch any of it, uh, so... If you guys have insights, go ahead and hit us with them. I think uh, what I was going to do is we could go through the best nuggets around, you know? Wendy's Nuggets, McNuggets, <laughs> Hershey's Nuggets, 
obviously I didn't watch the NBA Finals, so you know I think we could give it a little go. I watched. I actually watched the NBA Finals. I can tell you a little bit. Jokic played extremely well. He got the MVP um, of the Finals. Uh, Jokic is a two-time regular season MVP. He finally came through, won the MVP. Uh, they were in the finals a few years ago, but they didn't have Jamal Murray. And this year they had Jamal Murray, and he's an absolute beast. And uh, Bam Adebayo went off, and like uh, Jimmy Butler did, just did not go off in these in these postseason final in these po- in this uh, finals um, series. And Jimmy Butler has for a long time been talked about as like a guy who is like probably second tier, third tier, but he just needs to break through. Like, a lot of people were hoping that this could be the moment for Jimmy, but alas, it was not. But he's still a great player. A lot of people were hoping A lot of people were hoping Jimmy Butler would have been uh, the long-lost son of one Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, people were talking guess, about that. Uh, as Mari would say, the paternity show results are in, and you're not the father. <laughs> he's not Michael Jordan's on-court father. Or, or son, he's not Michael Jordan's on-court son, but he is Michael Jordan's like actual son because Michael Jordan's actual son is just I eat in basketball. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Jimmy Butler's better than him, his actual son. <laughs> but he's not. He ain't Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's not in that level. He's not. He he didn't care him like LeBron. He didn't. Yeah, he just didn't come through, man. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, if he ate some Wendy's nuggets, which by the way. <laughs> Stellar. Yeah, the spicy um, nuggets. Oof. Can't go wrong there. Like Wendy's nuggets used to be kind of pitiful, but they, they upped their game in, in recent years on the nugget front and they are excellent. Yeah, now. they were like guys. You know, I would say McDonald's has always had like really good chicken nuggets. We gotta at least get on McDonald's level. <laughs> right. I would say they're a it's a one and one A situation right now. Barely <laughs> Wendy's is barely behind it, and we're talking the tiniest of margins. The Nuggets did the Nuggets lose to the Bucks uh, last time they went to the finals? Uh, that, that sounds about right. Um, I didn't think yeah. they made it the whole way to the finals. No, I think they made it, or they mm-hmm. made it to the conference finals, maybe conference yeah. finals. Yeah. The last, I think like, they made two it to or the three years. Finals. Same with the I Heat. Think that's what it was. Yeah. You know, there was. There's been a lot of uh, growing, a lot of consistency, and and a lot of these teams kind of being on the come up. Yeah. And the Nuggets won their very first championship. This was their very first championship of all time. And uh, the Mile High City uh, celebrated, and you could smell the uh, regulation in the air, the legalization in the air. All I can say is, man, I wish I was in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody in Denver is passing a drug test anytime soon. I don't think they're sleeping anytime soon. I think everybody's pulling a Jack Grealish and uh, or Grealish and just partying all night long and drinking all go. night long. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of speaking of champions, last Saturday was the Champions League final: Manchester City versus uh, Inter, m- not Miami, Inter Milan, the other big <laughs> Inter city. Um, Great final, very very tough tough game, but uh, Man City they pulled it out one zero. Finally, Joseph Guardiola second treble. He's uh I think he's nine nine or fourteen titles away from uh, catching up to uh, 
Sir Alex Ferguson. And you know you're a pretty good guy when they add sir in front of your name. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the combined margin to win those all, all those titles was four goals. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's also years. I mean, still coming through. In the clutch, you got to win. He's still winning. He's still doing something. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was not being actually critical of him. <laughs> I was being critical of the fact that the Champions League championship game was one nothing. Oh. Come on, hey, that means defense. That's like was a six-three Super Bowl. <laughs> it's not that inter inter. Milan didn't attack. The they just didn't score. It's tough to score. Yes. If it was it easy, is. it would it would be seven to six or ten ten to fifteen. You know, it would, that be, would be exciting. An game, but <laughs> it's not that easy. Yes, fellas. Sometimes it's tough to score for some 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 guys out there. <laughs> for, 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 yeah, it's like uh, it, it, it would be like if the Super Bowl was like. 30 to, to 50. That would be like, like a well, 21. There's a lot of scoring. That but, would be like a 21 you know, 14 Super Bowl, probably. More like it, you know, points wise, I guess. 1 to 0. Wouldn't it be? 1 0 is literally a 3 nothing Super Bowl. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. God. That, and it was fun. <laughs> like, the Rams versus whoever. That was fun, wasn't it? Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> You're I stressing think, my neck over here. I th- I think they need to take a defender off the field in soccer. <laughs> it would be interesting. It would make the finals more interesting. Or, and I've said this before, when somebody gets a penalty, they get put in a box like in hockey and they get power plays. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you keep it, it is. I don't know. Like, it. I don't know. I don't watch soccer. It's not. It's not my thing. It's not my bag, baby. But uh, uh, I, you know, it, it seems to be very popular. It's the most popular sport in the world. I do believe. So hey, don't do us a well. It's because all you need is a ball to play. <laughs> well, I mean, look when uh, Inter Miami tickets went from twenty dollars to three hundred and twenty dollars. You know, there's uh, something something going around there. That's all the Cubans that live in Miami. They've got that international flavor. they got all that cocaine money to spend. They're like, yeah, sure, let's go. I need to clean this money up. Cash, right? Cash works. Yeah, cash works. (laughs) Why is this cash all powdery? Um, I work at a donut shop. I'm I'm a pastry. I'm a pastry chef. Yeah, God, love these fucking donuts. These are the, these are the best donuts <laughs> I've ever had. My, my powdered sugar, straight from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> so, from however we got here <laughs> to another Joker having a great week, uh, Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, Won the French Open in tennis, and that was his twenty third Grand Slam. Now I don't know if you boys remember back in the day when Pete Sampras set the record, like and it like the Joker and Nadal have both smoked that record. Um, Djokovic took a twenty three to twenty two lead on Nadal, who was injured. 
uh, this year. He's out like out for the mm-hmm. year. And Djokovic has won um, the Australian Open and the French Open so far. So he's working on a Grand Slam. He's halfway there. And that's just wild. The the ability to dominate. And I don't know if you've ever watched clay court tennis, but it's wild because there's just no footing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't watch a lot of tennis, but I do know Nadal and Djokovic. <laughs> so like Djokovic is yeah, right? one of those names where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I tuned into like a little bit. I watched a I watched a very small, small little bit of it and started watching it. It was pretty good. Uh, Djokovic was losing at the very beginning of that matchup against uh, uh Rude. Yeah. Rud Rude. Whatever is, however you pronounce that, R U U D, who he was playing in the uh, finals. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, I uh, mean, this... imagine, if, if, imagine if some of these sets would go 6 1, 1 6, 6 2, you know, and then you just keep going like that. That's the equivalent of, you know, somebody going 15 to, you know, 10 in soccer. That's my opinion, you know. Just saying. <laughs> So lots of ex- of scoring and excitement. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> I, I mean, I suppose it's different because you're. It's I don't know, just just the way that the scoring structure is set up, and it, it wouldn't quite oh, be yeah. fifteen to ten. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, something somewhere around those. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, like obviously forty-five to fifteen. You know, each set or each yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, did you guys catch any of the uh, RBC Canadian? I did. Open I watched the final day uh, this past yeah, weekend. I watched the final day. So i I did not get the chance to watch the final day, and I'm so upset because it went to a four hole playoff, and it went to a 72 foot. That was putt. insane, bro. For that was, that was the longest. So okay, let's set the stage. This is RBC. It took it takes place in Canada. This is basically their open, the Canadian Open, and like uh, Nick Taylor, a uh, local Canadian, was in the running uh, coming up into the final day. Everybody's hyped for him, bro. When he gets up to the course. They're singing Oh Canada every single time. <laughs> like this crowd, um, Canadian, but we know this from watching years of wrestling. Like Canadian sports fans are just like, they're just better than American sports fans. They're wild. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just louder. They're much more into it than American sports fans. They, they, they come up with like really fun, creative chants and stuff like that. And so like, yeah, they're just singing to Oh Canada every time Nick Taylor comes up to the, uh, comes up to the tee. <laughs> How great was the rink? This is a feature of the Canadian Open that I love. And that every year they take a par three hole. This year it was the 14th. And they turn it into the rink. And they put like hockey boards around the <laughs> hole. And the fans are just there being rowdy. Yeah, on the, every time somebody hits their shot, the, they're just pounding the boards. <laughs> and uh, the day I was watching Mike Weir, legendary Canadian mm-hmm. golfer and left-hander. So I'm a fan. Um. He came up and they sang O Canada to him. 
and then just went nuts when he hit his shot. Like it was yeah, great. just Cor- him, Corey Connors. Like there's a couple of other dudes on the on the on the field or whatever that were in the field. They just had to have been having the Adam best Hadwin. of times, bro. Who was it? Adam what? <laughs> Adam yeah, Hadwin. Yeah, yeah, that dude. So yeah, he when the when the putt dropped, <laughs> this was amazing. The celebration begins, and Adam Hadwin is raining champagne and running onto the green to celebrate with his countryman and friend. And the security was on point, put him down like Goldberg his ass. (laughs) 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 Just put him down, bro. Like, and I, I had no idea who that guy was when they, when they were showing him, I was like, who the hell is that? I guess the security thought the exact same thing. (laughs) Just came pounced on the dude. (laughs) I mean, he just took him down. That's why the country club's like, this is why we have etiquette, gentlemen. (laughs) Etiquette. So it's funny. A bunch of people rushed over. They explained who he was. Like him and the security guard are standing there arm in arm later, like having a great laugh about it. Like nobody's mad at anybody. It's beautiful. It's so Canadian. Yeah. It was like, hey, hey, that's okay. (laughs) Like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Bruce, Dad. <laughs> hey, pal, I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your pal. Hey, buddy, I'm not your pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the putt that he landed, like, dude, Nick Taylor, this was the longest putt, like, by far, that he had landed in his PGA Tour career. It, it was absolutely insane. It was, it was for him on that day. Typically, I don't root – I'm not – I'm not one of those like nationalist type of guys who likes to root for the hometown guy. I want them to lose just just for like villain's sake. <laughs> a lot of time. Ah, you're a man after my <laughs> own heart. We're gonna have Owen Hart lose in yeah. Montreal. Then we're gonna have Bret Hart lose in <laughs> Calgary. I love that type of stuff. That's that's the funniest that they that's the funniest that they do in uh, wrestling. But um. We're going to go to Boston. <laughs> Sasha Banks is losing. <laughs> because golf is typically such a, you know, upper crust sort of, um, I don't know, real tight ass kind of sport. <laughs> to, you know, real, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they want you to be quiet. Everyone has to be so proper. Like that, that event was so fun. I just wanted the Canadian to win. I was like, this guy has to win. <laughs> he has to freaking win. <laughs> and he won with that long ass putt because you're looking at it. It was like the first one in like 40 years yeah, or something. Like Jesus, man. Against Tommy Fleetwood. Because I want to say last Tommy year. Fleetwood, who golfed really well, but really screwed up in the finals there. He was, Poor yeah, he was just, he was really shanking it <laughs> there, in the, there at the end, boy. <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood set a record um, with that uh, yeah. finish as he is, he is the guy on tour who has made the most money without a yeah. win. You just wonder if the nerves were getting to him because once he got to like this, I think it was the 18th that he really shanked on really bad, and he could have won it like in yeah. regulation if he would if he would have done like a, just a tad bit like if he if he just would not have shanked that one on the 18th man he could have he could have won it but you know alas a Canadian came through so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now I guess they're going to be due next year to win the Stanley Cup. (laughs) They just had to break the seal. They had to get a Canadian to win a Canadian (laughs) event. And so now next year, look out. Here come the Calgary yeah, Flames. Yeah, they won the they won the NBA championship a few years ago with Kawhi and uh, the Raptors. Well, team, there's that. So, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so uh, the breakthrough is definitely coming in, in a very slow they needed, manner. They need it in hockey, though. They don't, like, they don't really care about yeah. it. Oh, another thing about Djokovic or um, Jokic that was so funny when he won the NBA championship, I know we're going back to this, but so he wins the NBA championship and this guy is so nonplussed about it. Like he couldn't, he could not give a shit that he won the NBA championship. He's at the conference. He's like, when's the parade? When's the parade? And they're like, right. And he's like, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. He said, he said, when's the parade? Thursday. And then he's like, ah, I need to get back home. It's like, he's like, screw this. Like people are, people are sharing like uh Squidward memes being like, this is joking. This is Jokic after he wins the NBA finals. It's just hilarious stuff. It's just like pu- your puny American sport. I come and dominate. He's like Ivan Drago. He just and Jimmy Butler was <laughs> was Apollo Creed, and he just broke his back. Your puny Damn. American sport. I just won, and I this Damn. isn't my dream. I could, this was a task that I achieved. <laughs> this is not a dream. This was a task <laughs> in order to accomplish. I couldn't care less. I won your championship. I'm going back home. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> so, um, Thursday starts one of the greatest weeks in sports. And that is the U.S. Open at LA Country Club, which, by the way, you were talking about golf being tight yeah. ass. <laughs> I read the member and guest rules for LA Country yeah. Club. Holy shit, they are everything you think they are regarding the like country club yeah. tight assness. <laughs> like it's wild. And I'm not gonna go through them, but um the USGA did have a nice move in the locker room for Adam Hadwin uh-huh. after he got tackled <laughs> in his in his locker was a USGA high visibility vest and a hard hat. <laughs> I was like, "That's great! That is great!" At least I'm making a joke about it. The Adam's tor- like the tournament. I know Adam jokes. Hadwin's like. Uh, I hope I don't have a concussion, but yeah, funny stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So the pairings came. Adam out. Hadwin. Oh, Adam Hadwin just needs to uh, hit them with this joke afterwards. You know, they might have tackled me pretty hard, but at least I'll live. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my! So I'm glad you brought up live because the pairings came out. They are very interesting. Um, Golf Digest was kind enough to pull out the eight best, so little hat tip to them because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to dig through them a second time when I went to pull them up for, um, <clears throat> for uh, looking at them for yeah. the show. 
Um, so I'm I'm gonna run through what makes these interesting and U.S. Open pairings. They always do some fun <laughs> stuff. Um, one tradition they have though is they put the defending champ, the British Open champ, and the U.S. Amateur champ together on the first. Oh race. wow! So we've got Cam Smith, live guy, Sam Bennett, U.S. Amateur champ, and Matt Vitt. Fitzpatrick, defending champ, going off together, and it's that's a great one. Like I can't wait to see it. Um, other intriguing pairings we've got: Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, and Jason Day. Oh, that's a fun one. That yeah. that could be a lot of fun, um, or it could be a disaster. Like Ricky could just fall apart. All three of these guys have been playing great lately, so I have high hopes that they make some yeah, noise. Yeah. Um, Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas, Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, Justin Thomas, obviously a favorite. Shane Lowry's a damn solid golfer. Bro, his name is always and up Tommy there. Fleetwood like every single time. Like his yep. name is like he's constantly like in the top ten of these major tournaments and stuff like that. He's just a guy looking to break through. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, this is a good one. A, a, a batch of next big thing guys: Tom Kim, Sahith Thigala, and Cameron yeah. Young. <laughs> like these guys are all yeah. on the up. They yeah, coming. Tigala, like Tigala. Coming. Yeah, I'm really. I, I love watching that guy. He's fun, <laughs> right? Um, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, and Patrick oh, Cantlay. That's an interesting one. Like so, sort of an older school, like older, younger, a little bit. <laughs> so. Jordan Spieth, obviously, you know, he's going to be pretty high up on people's lists of potential winners. Uh, Tony Finau is going to be on the list of people want him to win. And Patrick Cantley, well, they're just hoping he finishes before <laughs> Cantley, he's I think he's played decent. He played decent in one a couple of weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, listen, he plays decent, but he plays slow. <laughs> <laughs> like this group is bound to be on the clock by hole five. <laughs> and it's not going to be because of Tony or Jordan. Like Tony's going to have time to caddy for his son in between Patrick Cantley's <laughs> shots. Jordan Spieth will have time to take a few pictures and sign autographs. And- Jordan Spieth will go find Justin Thomas and they'll make some crazy yeah. bet. <laughs> um this one is a this is this is a contenders group right here. Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, and Scott. Oh Scheffler. my god. That's like that's two of my favorites. Like, that's like Morikawa and Scheffler in the same yeah. group. What are we doing here? <laughs> like I, I guess we're just getting prepared for yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you know, two of these three guys will probably be golfing together on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, definitely Scheffler. Definitely <laughs> Scheffler. He's always he's always up there. Scheffler and John Rahm. If he doesn't have just a meltdown, like he's he's a, he's number one in the world, right? Or not number one in the world, but he's number one in the uh, Scotty's one. Rahm yeah. is two. He's number one in the uh, uh, um, the PGA standings, like the point standings or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the great one. This is the amazing one. Brooks Kepka, 
Hideki Matsuyama and Rory McIlroy. Oh, Brooks and Rory? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my like God. does a fight break out? As if, like, do they actually have fisticuffs? Rory, as if Rory wasn't more pissed off about this live PGA thing, which is which is probably the reason that this U.S. Open is going to be like one of the more high-rated mm-hmm. U.S. Opens of all time. Absolutely, <laughs> because of the live PGA uh, news. But if Rory wasn't more pissed off having to be paired with Brooks Kapka, like he's gonna... <laughs> like, I feel like Rory's first drive of the day. He's going to be so pissed off, it's going to be 400 yeah. yards. He's just going to hit that ball so Brickson's damn hard. is just going to be saying like 400K or 400 million every single time like Rory hits the ball. He's going to be like 400 million. 400 all million that money you turned and down? I want to major. We took it and we're still playing with you guys. He's going to be so pissed off. I think this is another great group to watch. Xander Shoffley, Olympic gold mm-hmm. medalist. Victor Hovland and John oh, Rahm. That's a great grouping too. Yeah. First off, in Hovland and Rahm, you're looking at two guys that are probably going to be stars of the Ryder yeah. Cup team. Yeah. For Europe. Yep. And in Shoffley, you're looking at a guy who's probably going to be a star of the American. Hovland Ryder was Cup team. he was a runner up uh, a couple weeks ago, right at the last uh, big major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> so they're saying. LA Country Club is not really a typical US Open course. <laughs> um, they say it has more British Open vibes. Um, Oak Hill for the PGA Championship really was more of a US Open course than uh, you would have expected for a non US Open tournament. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Like um, years back when Rory uh, won the US Open at Congressional. Yeah. Like, that isn't really your traditional U.S. Open yeah. course. And Rory won, I think, at 20 under. Yeah. Like, for U.S. Open, you, you consider that when they play it at winged foot, it's a very good possibility the winner's over yeah. par for yeah. the week. Yeah. Like, that's a wild yeah. score. Typically for the... And so I'm curious. Yeah, you to don't see, see you don't see twenty unders unless you're talking about like the TPC or some offshoot like tournament. Like a lot not of, a big major, a big major. Like week. you're right around like ten under, maybe you know, tops. You know, yeah, yeah. Like typically eight or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we lost Alan with all the golf talk, <laughs> and a lot of people were licking their chops at like a hole fourteen. I think it was they were saying hole fourteen is a par three, <laughs> and it's like a two two hundred ninety yards. Two hundred, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you be, you still better have a good like, putt game. I mean, like you know, <laughs> I mean, you've got to hit those guys. Have got to hit three wood or driver. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Um, I didn't get why people were licking their be, chops at that one. I was like, "You still?" I mean, what? they want to see the carnage yeah. because it is it is much harder. Those longer clubs is much harder to land them in a precise yeah. spot, yeah, than it is the shorter yeah. clubs. And so that's why you know you're trying to hit a fairway that's sixty yards <laughs> wide with your driver instead of a green that's twenty yeah. yards wide, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's going. I, I would not be surprised if that if that hole does not play over par yeah. this week. Yeah. On, for the average score. So next week we'll have to talk about like what actually happened at the U.S. Open, but I'm stupid excited. Oh, I'm I'm it. so excited, bro! Like ever since the whole live and PGA <laughs> thing, like I'm just like the next big major mm-hmm. after that. It's like that's what everybody's looking forward to. So and it's coming up. So <laughs> so uh, to to go from the fisticuffs that's potentially going to happen with. Rory and Brooks to back to basketball and Conor McGregor putting it on the heat. What the hell is this, bro? Like, what kind of weird ass? (laughs) (laughs) That was so wild. Like, he, the first punch was kind of rough, but like, he hits his punch while like the heat, heat mascot is on the ground. The Heat mascot ended up having to go to the emergency room. <laughs> like, what the hell, bro? Like, dude, who's like, yeah, let's just have Conor McGregor, like an insane drunk human being who might also be on steroids, like go out there and just punch our mascot. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope he doesn't get carried away with a second shot. <laughs> What's that, Alan? And hope he doesn't get carried away with a second shot. Yeah, right. Because the first one was enough, and then the second one was just he punched through the freaking styrofoam or whatever the whatever cushion's supposed to protect the mascot. Just pulled it instantaneous. Just was not there. That was Um, like the hole for the mouth or something, and his fist went straight through and just hit the guy. It was it was just rough. Like I I hope that mascot gets paid. Like he, bro, come on. Like Conor McGregor, you guys let me get punched by Conor McGregor. (laughs) Well, and and this is proof that Conor McGregor cannot join WWE. Because he can't pull his yeah, punches. Now they and 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 they will punch him back in, in WWE. They're gonna. They'll, oh yeah. They'll get, they'll there will be receipts. <laughs> they will give him a receipt. <laughs> Could you imagine if Conor McGregor jumped in the ring and started pounding on Roman yeah. Reigns? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like like I know Conor's like an actual you know fighter and stuff like that, but. You know, Connor's kind of small. He's not. He's not. Connor's given yeah. up 140 pounds yeah. to Roman Reigns. Probably about a hundred. Probably <laughs> about a hundred. Maybe. Maybe. I thought Connor was like a buck forty. That's or his weigh in. That's what he fights at. Like Connor McGregor now, like he walks around. He's probably about 190, 200. I'd imagine, like walking around now. Oh God, he cuts sixty pounds. I, to, well, no, at Oof. one, no, he would fight at one forty-five. I, I don't know that he's ever going to fight at one forty-five again. I, I, if he comes back and fights, it's going to be one fifty-five, the lowest, probably one seventy. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to. He's trying. I he's mean, trying Roman's two seventy-five because he's out there. He's on the uh, Ultimate Fighter TV show right now with uh, Michael Chandler, who's also another great fighter, and they're trying to get that fight going. And, like, we just don't even know if that fight's even going to happen or not. So, and, like, Michael Chandler is, like, a true blue 155-er. So, like, we're trying to see if Connor wants to fight at 155. So. (laughs) 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm waiting for Alan to jump in and we get, we'll see. <laughs> well, no, it's the ultimate fighter season. It's, it started on ESPN. So if you know, if you have time to catch that, it's, it's worth a while, a watch before the pay-per-view um, in July. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's, there's, a, there's going to be a bunch of content to be watching. Here Heck soon. yeah. <laughs> so I brought up WWE because WWE has gone on a uh, a new hardware binge uh, the last couple weeks. So we had the World Heavyweight Championship introduced, <laughs> and then uh, what was it last week or two weeks ago? Roman got the new uh, WWE Universal Championship. I think it's belt. undisputed Universal Championship still, maybe. I don't think they can say undisputed now that it now that there's another world title. I think you can because it's like it doesn't make well, any sense. No, undisputed refers to the legacy of that belt. You know, it's like it's a, yeah. I know it's kind of goofy, but still. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I don't like the undisputed of idea of it either. I don't. I just not the, no, just I, not I think they took mind. undisputed. We, we know that Roman held this son of a bitch for a long time. Like we know, <laughs> right, so, right. <laughs> so. Friday night on SmackDown, they did something very smart. They got rid of the branded women's titles. So, Asuka got the, what was it, the WWE Women's Championship on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And then Rhea Ripley on Monday got the World Women's Championship, yeah, or something World Heavyweight Women's Championship, on Monday. something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know they solved the problem without a dumbass title swap. Yeah, and that that's why. And so without, people were so mad about that, but the reason that they didn't do that, and I also agreed with it, was because uh, Bianca was on such a historic reign like you couldn't really just take yeah. the belt away from her like if she was only like two months in you could swap the belts it's not a huge deal you know but like bianca was on like a 500 day reign which she she is the uh longest reigning woman's champion in the modern era because like fabulous moolah right. held it for like 10 years or 20, something insane right <laughs> it's like bruno Samuel, well yeah because she was busy day, like held hiding all the other women yeah. wrestlers yeah <laughs> 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 like if you if you watched that uh dark side of the ring yeah yeah oh my yeah. god yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> like she was she was not good to the she other would pimp out women yes <laughs> she would she would, she would yeah. uh yeah pretty rough stuff <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think of the of the new title i think they're fine like it's just it it almost feels to me like they're just but they look the same. Like I wish, like the only thing that I have, so I think I like the world heavyweight championship. I like that one a lot better. I do like that one a lot better. Cause it, because it looks like the world championship, but like a sort of new style version of it. Like I, that's what I think yeah. is, which is kind of what you want to try and do. Like if you want to, if you want to pay tribute to uh, that, which came before you, but put your own spin on it, you know, so, and that's what they did with the World Championship. But not a spinner. <laughs> not an actual spinner. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to go John Cena style. <laughs> but, uh, no, not, not for Seth. But <laughs> put your own spin on it. 
But like the um, Universal Championship, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad looking belt. I just think it's boring because it's it just it just it looks the same. It, it looks the same. They just yeah, changed the background. They just background. changed the color. It's just golden now. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, and so, and the women's championship kind of looks like the the WWE Universal. Yeah, championship. they both they both look like and then, they both look like the the brand the belts that are on their uh, their, their brand on their yeah. respective brand. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which I don't mind because even so, they're still interchangeable, okay and it gives yeah. them it gives them flexibility when it comes to draft time again. You don't have to worry about branded. Titles. Yeah. You don't, you do, you never have to worry about the title swap with this. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least, you know, Bianca has to uh, wait now because of course, with the new title being out there, one oh, Miss Charlotte Flair was like, you know what? I think I need myself that title <laughs> for my collection. Let me just go ahead and hop in front of the line. I, I made the line. Bro, I popped, I popped <laughs> so hard when she came out because I didn't expect her to come out. Like, we knew she was coming pretty soon, but I didn't expect her to come out just yet. And and always having Charlotte Flair is great. But, like, Charlotte just – it. I couldn't help but laugh because I'm like, oh, God, here goes Charlotte again in the title picture. <laughs> she just comes up, hey, that's a shiny new belt you have up over there. Wouldn't it be nice if I just took it? <laughs> be a real shame if somebody <laughs> took it from you. So shut it for the next six months until WrestleMania. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. People think that, like, Charlotte's going to beat Asuka and take the belt and then lose the belt again and, like, two or – lose the belt at like SummerSlam and then take another hiatus or something. I actually don't think I actually, come back at Royal Rumble, win that, <laughs> challenge Bianca, boom. I actually don't think Charlotte's gonna win the belt though. Like I think I think Oscar's gonna retain in some manner. There's gonna be some DQ. I don't think that they put it on Charlotte just yet. They they're gonna put it on Charlotte again. I think Bianca's but, gonna interfere. You know. <laughs> I think Bianca will keep that belt off of yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca's she's gonna. Um, that's what I'm thinking. There's gonna be some sort of DQ because Bianca's gonna come out there and be like, "Hey, I was promised a rematch. What the hell, bro?" <laughs> and then they're uh, they're unifying the women's tag title. Yeah, which kind of sucks. I don't I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> so I thought about it a bit. Yeah, and it, it's so the and, good thing so. I know, I know people will say that the roster or the sort of relevant roster of NXT women's division or the main roster women's division just aren't big enough to take care of, like, to 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 um, to properly um, carry, like, tag team titles. But I, th- but I think that that's – I think that that's kind of true. <laughs> but I also think that that's false because, like, so when you put belts on people, like, it gets people to look at them more so. And it helps out, like, because you don't have, like, a mid-card women's title, like, it helps, like, the sort of women who are not in the main championship picture um, be able to stand out. So I think that this would be a great introduction if they had um, Kaylee Ray and Isla Dawn win this, like, by some sort of shenanigans, maybe maybe Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey break up. You know, that's always been sort of rumored. But Honestly, it would be great. Like, I'd like to see... I'd like to see Shayna Baszler go full on Queen of Spades, that be as dangerous as she was in yeah. NXT, 
And I think Rousey holds her back because she has to play second fiddle to Rousey. Sorta, yeah. She so, sorta. Yeah. You can you can see in like a lot of these segments that she does with Ronda Rousey, she's actually maybe a little better on the mic than Ronda Rousey. At like, oh, it's a guarantee she's better on the mic <laughs> yeah, than Ronda like, Rousey. Ronda Rousey is terrible. And like on the selling mic. out programs and actually telling like the story <laughs> of what we're out here trying to do. Like, you know, Shayna Baszler is just much better than Ronda Rousey at that. But Ronda Rousey just can oh, generate yeah. such heel heat that, you know, you got to have her out there. She's, she's really good at that. People just do not like her right now. <laughs> no. And as they should not, she's not good. And I just, the fact that she, she much like Charlotte, shows up, instant title shot. <laughs> Like, get out of here with that. She's not the attraction like th- she was. She was interesting the first Yeah, year. now now she's become like an actual wrestler. Like, so she needs to figure out. She's going to have to like well, sort of evolve of. her character. And she's going to have to, instead of being just like a huge main attraction, she still, she still has a much higher Q rating than most of the women on uh, who wrestle. So, you know, there's still that. She's still Ronda Rousey, but. I don't know. I actually think she's getting better. She's getting better in the ring, at least. Like, or, or they're get, she's they're getting better at using her better. I think because like her and her and uh, Shayna Baszler had like a really good matchup with uh, uh Kaden and Katana like a couple of a couple of weeks ago to like introduce them and really put them over. And also uh, Ronda Rousey, like back in December, I think it was or early January, she had a really good matchup with uh, Raquel uh, when she defended her belt against her. So you know. I, she's she's not good with Shotzi, but Shotzi's kind of herky jerky. She's Shotzi's uh, in ring style is kind of off beat. So, like, I think Shotzi's gonna have like a lot of really funky matches with a lot of people. But um, like you know, I think I think Ronda's getting better. But yeah, I think they're using her better as well. <laughs> it it could it could happen, you know. I mean, I I definitely feel bad for NXT for having to lose its titles. You know, Sean. Losing another another set of belts, but oh well, we'll we'll, we'll have to pull. Through. They'll make it without it. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just you won't. It just it it'll just be tougher to put shine on uh, some some people. So you know, I mean, is NXT losing another star tonight as we speak? <laughs> No, I don't think I don't think Braun Breaker is gonna beat uh, Seth Rollins. Tonight. No, that's gonna be next week. Hell of a way that's to gonna be you. next week. By the way, I think that's gonna be. Oh, I thought no, it was no, tonight. No. So, so last week was like uh, Braun put out the challenge, and then tonight I do believe um, I haven't watched it, but I think I saw earlier they were saying that like Seth showed up and like accepted the challenge. So they're gonna do that next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just means Sean gets to hold on to Braun Breaker for an extra. Week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He needs to, he needs to come on over. I'm ready for Braun Breaker to come on over to the main roster. I don't know. What you're gonna doing. you're gonna be hearing it next next week at this time <laughs> and new. <laughs> it's a possibility, but I don't know what would what would that mean for that triple. I guess it would become like a triple threat match, like him, Finn, and Seth or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Something. I mean, does that hurt your feelings? Because it doesn't. Not at hurt all. Mine. Not at all. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Uh, 
So there is there's a there's a fun little idea of rumor coming around like uh, Logan Paul's about to show up to Monday Night Raw, and a lot of people yeah. want Logan yeah. Paul to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, I, no. I kind of like that idea. <laughs> you would. As long as he doesn't take the belt from Roman. As long as he doesn't use it on Roman, he can use it on Seth or whoever holds the other belt. Yeah, him and Seth have been having a feud, so it wouldn't make sense. (laughs) Like the only thing the only way it would be appropriate is if he took the belt off a theory. (laughs) Off a who? (laughs) Off an Austin theory. Maybe the world championship build off a of theory, but I mean, no, I feel like you could no. do it off a of Logan and it Paul makes... as top champion. You no. can, like, and Logan Paul, oh, Logan no, Paul as no, world heavyweight yet, champion would be probably no, better than, than Dave Arquette as world champion in WCW. <laughs> it's better, it would it's much do better. better business, yeah, it's much better. And WWE would but definitely that's a low bar. Hey. It's that's the bar. That's the bar. No, we are the bar. As long as he comes up, look, because I don't need my world champion on every single raw. As long as you defend it, you you just got to be on like two raws out of the month and defend it at the PLE. You defend it at the main. You defend it at every pay per view, every premium live event, whatever you want to call it. I'm okay with that. You don't. He wouldn't have to be at every single Raw, you know. He could he could win Money in the Bank and take it off a of set, you know. It's just no. <laughs> see. But the thing is, the the championship has been advertised as a workforce champion, as as defended every week, and they're hardly doing that as it is. So I mean, well, I mean, now I they see it's... they were going to defend the title every week, but. That champion should be around every week. So, so mm. say he does. Say, yeah. I mean, so, so the workhorse title was. Um, if you put that on Seth Rollins, that'll be on Seth for like a couple of weeks, and that's why Seth is defending the belt against Damian Priest on Raw. That's why Seth is defending the belt against Braun Breaker on NXT, and then he's doing an open challenge on Raw next week. So that that's the workhorse part about it. That workhorse part, buddy, goes when whenever Seth loses about because you're just like you're just restructuring the title. You just need something new to, to um, as a tagline on the title as you as it starts off, you know. And then you know you hand it on over to uh, Logan Paul as he w- wins money in the bank and rolls up Seth Rollins and wins the belt. <laughs> Words cannot express the white hot hatred of that idea I have. (laughs) Like, I am impressed by Logan Paul's ability. I have no problem with him winning a U.S. title. (laughs) I have no problem with, you know what? Braun Strowman's out with neck surgery. Put Logan Paul and Ricochet together and they win the tag titles. It would be. It'd be all sorts of flippy <laughs> shit. As long as he doesn't take the belt But it would Roman. be fun to because watch. Of, because of Roman's reign, because of how historic this reign has oh, been, yeah, no. he cannot take the belt from Roman. Like, that has to – that cannot go to, like, some jackass. It has to go to, like, Jey Uso. No. It has to go to Seth. It has to go to Cody. It has to – you know, somebody who really – Sammy. Yeah, yeah, Sammy. Somebody like that. But, like, yeah. 
No, he, he couldn't go to Logan Paul, but the but Logan could win. No, belt. absolutely, I, I'd be okay with him winning Seth's belt as long as he's at every pay per view event. As long as he's at like every premium live event, defending that son of a gun, I'm okay with it. Because mm-hmm. part of that is like your chance to get injured as well, which means that it tests like your durability, which means that you would have to drop the belt if you got injured. So you have to be at every you, you got to be at every pay per view, man. As long as you come to every pay-per-view, I'm okay with it. And like two Raws, no, two Raws no. out of the month. Show up to at least two Raws out of the month, every pay-per-view. You're good. <laughs> it's just white hot burning in my head. Like, my stress level. It's just, oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> Before I go into our last couple things, do you guys have anything else you want to cover? No, I think that's it. Uh, just shout out to a shout okay. out to Amanda Nunes, the goat who retired this past weekend after winning it. Uh, oh yeah, UFC I saw event. that. Greatest women's champion of all time. One of the retired as a double yeah, champ as a featherweight. They might as well just get rid of the one forty five pound belt because like there's there's no one in that division. Yeah, there's no one in that division. They let that division yeah. die. They have no like 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 the XFL. No marketing went into it. It's just yeah. It was Jermaine Durand to me, like Megan Anderson and like Amanda Nunes and like Cyborg for a second there. She Cyborg held the belt. That's it. <laughs> so that that division, they just need to let it, let that division go. And then uh, it's so funny with uh, Juliana Pena, who Amanda Nunes has lost to recently. Like, so Juliana Pena kind of beat Amanda Nunes after Amanda Nunes went on this long undefeated streak. And then uh, Juliana Pena, real tough, came from the ultimate fighter back in the day, came and shocked Amanda Nunes, won the championship. Amanda Nunes got a rematch, just murdered her in a rematch. Like, it wasn't even close in a rematch. So, you know, (laughs) ideas of, like, did Amanda become – Sort of lackadaisical, lackadaisical in her run. Did she become really complacent? And so, like Amanda Nunes, she just retires. And her and Juliana Pena were supposed to fight again for the third fight. And like Juliana Pena is now calling out Amanda Nunes, being like, "I scared you into retirement and all this other." <laughs> so, <laughs> which is pretty, which is pretty funny. I wish, I, I wish Amanda Nunes would have fought Juliana Pena one more time. I think she's better than her, but still, I, I wish she would have fought her one more time because because they are one and one in their series. But uh, yeah, shout out to the goat, greatest of all time in women's MMA. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I got a couple things. And the first one is an Elliot update. Elliot is now at home. He is in his own house, watching his own TV, (laughs) eating his own food, seeing his kids. It's amazing. That's so great, man. Um, Still progressing. Little by little, he can talk a little more every time I see him. Now, he is three times further away from me now because he's now back the whole way across town. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, buddy, why don't y'all move to Pasadena? (laughs) I'll be over every day. He's like, like, it would be easier if you moved close, bro. (laughs) 
Oh, I used to live close. I used to live three blocks away from him. Well, I used to live with him. <laughs> when I first moved down here, I lived with him the first eight months and then moved all the three blocks. <laughs> but I decided being close to work was better. <laughs> so here we are in the Dirty Dina. That's great. He can watch his own TV, fill his own AC shit in his own toilet right all that good stuff in his newly remodeled bathroom downstairs because they they had to remodel it to put a shower in it was just a half bath down in the living room oh okay gotcha elliot's house is like three stories it's like semi-detached and so there's a ton of room in the house but you got a lot of room on each floor And a, a long staircase between each floor, too. So it's like he's not getting up that staircase, and Tamika's not going to be able to carry him up that. No. So they had, to, they had to make some moves to set him up on the first That's why floor. you got to move closer, Brian. You you got to start carrying him. That's so I can carry him <laughs> yeah. up the steps. Be like some old school wrestling practice stuff where you carried your buddy up the steps. Get him in that fire oh, that, that John Cena's AA and just haul him up the steps. <laughs> That's just what we need. Both of our old asses falling down the steps. <laughs> so I had an event on Saturday. And, you know, I usually don't go into detail about events on the podcast, but this one was at a really cool location. It was at Lago Mar in Texas City, Mm. which is this giant lagoon, (laughs) very obviously artificial because it looks like the one that I swam in when I was a kid in the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on a cruise <laughs> it's like yeah no this is fake <laughs> but it was amazing no there was a lack of mosquitoes um which was a good thing um so the event i did was a a company picnic and had 600 people oh, there man. and it did oh, not okay. and it was not crowded that's how big Jeez. this is yeah so yeah, I had a, I had multiple speakers pointed in multiple directions to try and cover as much of it as I could. <laughs> Can you hear me? And, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um and they only rented out half the place. Jesus. They have they have Lagoon Fest Texas, which is just yeah, wild. I've seen that. They have this big giant water slide. They have concerts. Oh, is this um, over in Texas City? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen oh, this place advertised. Yeah, see, I kind of want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, yeah, definitely. I saw um, this on the rundown, and I was like, "Are you talking about the Trump stuff?" And now that you, <laughs> now that you start talking about, it, I'm like, "Oh, but yeah, the, the blue link, yeah." You said the so Trump I, artificial <laughs> wasn't there three years ago. So he's thinking about Mar-a-Lago. You want to talk about the same thing? And yeah. we're talking about Lago Mar. <laughs> you see they just switched the syllables in the name mm. <laughs> but um it was a really cool place like and that's why i wanted to talk about it and like maybe do a, 
it's a little bit of free advertisement, but they had like all these like cabanas and pavilions and yeah. they had inflatable floating cabanas oh, that you could rent. <laughs> yeah, like I was going through their website, you can kayak, you can paddleboard, like it's just kinda nuts. And it's then they in have the Texas Sun though. I'm not sure if you want to be in the middle of the lagoon in a kayak in a plastic kayak just it's a fake lagoon. Burning burning That's away. It's a fake lagoon though. It's not like an actual lagoon. Yeah, it's with a alligators. fake lagoon. <laughs> no, no, there's no, no, no. no, no wild for safety reasons. I'm saying for for skin protection reasons. I'm not sure you want to be oh. in a kayak. Oh, listen, the back of my head and neck. Definitely agree that the sun was hot on Saturday. I got burned, but <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Because I I set up to make sure that all my gear was in the shade, <laughs> but then my back was right on that edge where I wasn't in the shade until the Ooh. end of the day. <laughs> That's the worst. So I got roasted. Yeah, toasty. That, like that hot and, that um, hot weather will turn off your uh, laptop as well. Like I've had my laptop become uh, so exactly. hot that it was like, yo, it just turned off, and it turned back on once yeah. it cooled down. But Jesus Christ, I was at a pool party one time. Yeah, and, like it's playing music. I'm just playing like Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber or something because it was like for kids. Yeah, <laughs> and, like turns off. Well, why don't you put in the water to cool it down? <laughs> Alan (laughs) get that liquid cooled laptop yeah get that liquid cooled laptop I see it it works on the PC PC gamers you know so that is one of those where if you have one of those cooling mats probably a good idea to bring and put under your laptop Um, but like I said I got it in the shade enough like I set up where it was in the shade the whole time and it worked out pretty well. And it was a it was a good time and it was a cool venue. They had on the other side at the actual like Lagoon Fest side, they had all the same stuff as the side I was on with the floating stuff and you know the kayaking and they have this boat, like this electric boat that they'll use to like shuttle you around the lagoon. <laughs> Very cool from one end to the other, like you get on board this boat and they just take you over the (laughs) other side and they've got this 42 foot high water slide on that side. And it was like, wow, this is, this place is wild. They had a bunch of like food trucks all over the place. And then, you know, they have like cabana service, like, and then they have a restaurant at the one end that I guess they just um, opened. Like the Blue Lagoon Grill, I think it's called. And I don't want to go too detailed on the restaurant because I don't, one, I don't know much. Looked really cool. But I looked at the menu and in their appetizers, they had boudin egg rolls. And I'm like, yes, sir, sign me up. <laughs> I was wondering. Hold on, so, Blue Lagoon. That was the that was the name of an old school movie back in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that movie with Brooke yeah. Shields. <laughs> it was like brother and sister or something like that, and they ended up having sex on an island. I don't yeah, know. They were some like wild ass land. Yeah, they were like young and stranded <laughs> on an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Now, I've talked about the uh, venue and how cool it was. 
now I have to tell you guys a story of personal tragedy. Oh, no. <laughs> when I found out I was doing this event and where it was, I was very excited. Because when you're going down 45, Lagomar shares an exit yeah. with one of my favorite places, Bucky's. I was so excited. I'm like, I'm going to go to Bucky's. I'm going to get some breakfast. Like, I left an hour earlier than I needed to to get there on time so that I would have time to make this Bucky stop. <laughs> so I'm stupid excited. I get to Bucky's. I pull in at 8.15. I need to be at this at this venue at 9 o'clock. The venue, literally, I can see it from Bucky's. All right. See the top of the water slide. <laughs> and I get out of my car. And anytime I get out of my car, I do a pocket check. So that I have what I need to go into wherever uh-huh. I'm going. And do you know what I did not have in my Your pocket wallet? when I got out of my truck at Bucky's? Yes, my oh wallet. My God. Damn. How do you forget your wallet, bro? I will the, never forget my wallet or my cell phone. The always horror. To, I Bluetooth my cell phone as soon as I get in my car, so I will never forget my cell phone. Wallet. Holy shit. The absolute horror <laughs> that this was. I was so... I was heartbroken. I was crestfallen. <laughs> I was... Mentally and emotionally defeated. So, so, so this is so why I, I need to, to introduce you to Apple Pay. And <laughs> so, yeah, not an something. Apple guy, <laughs> right? And and I don't know how to use Google Pay via Tap yeah. to Pay because otherwise, yeah, I could have done exactly that. Mm. What I should have done is looked and seen if Bucky's was on Uber Eats for pickup, <laughs> and just sat in my car Order. and ordered. <laughs> yeah. And then walked in the store and got it. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But, yeah. So much disappointment. Wow. It, it just, it Did hurt you at me. least have enough pass? I thought you were going to say, like, I missed my exit and I went past Bucky's, but this is even more deeper heartbreak than I thought. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't a wrong turn level of heartbreak. This was, like, and then I got home. Now, mind you, because of this, I didn't eat all day. Jeez. Ugh. And this event ended at 4. I didn't get out of there till 5.30. Like, it was rough. <laughs> I was hurting. I was hurting. after and, and just being hot all day and not eating, you know. And I come home. And there's my wallet sitting in front of my microwave. <laughs> sitting in front of the microwave, too. <laughs> so normally, and we're going way too into detail, but normally I put my wallet on my yeah. table. <laughs> and the microwave's on the other side. Like, it's literally a left side versus right side. <clears throat> my only guess, because I do have the extra pup this week uh-huh. still, is that I was corralling them, getting them treats. I know because of it sitting there by the microwave that I had had it in my hand because that's not where I put it normally. And 
I was doing something with the dogs and corralling them and getting ready to go, grabbing my computer, you know, something. And I just put it over there and just walked off without it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tragedy. Oh. Like, do you understand? I'd be eating beaver nuggets right now had I not forgot my wallet. Like, I'd just be sitting here, crunch, 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 Still sitting crunch. here eating beaver nuggets. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, Fuck your sound discipline. I'm eating beaver nuggets. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> and then you guys all could have made fun of me for being the biggest hip- hypocritical hypocrite. Because I yell at you guys for crunching. <laughs> hey, beaver nuggets. Another tough all bets are nugget off. out there. You know. Hey, back can't, to the nuggets. Can't leave the nut, the beaver nuggets off of that of that nugget. I know. I was gonna make a joke. I was gonna make a joke about uh, uh, Brian eating beaver into the microphone or something like that. He went from from the glizzy gobbler to the beaver to the beaver monster. The beaver bandit. <laughs> oh my god! Did you just call me the glizzy gobbler? Glizzy gobbler. What the hell? Oh, my goodness. Well, if you would like to find out where to get the best glizzies, where to get your beaver nuggets, check out Lago Mar. Check out, you know, all kinds of stuff in town. If you have checked out stuff in town, hit us up on social media, on Facebook at... Space City Recreation and Entertainment. Also on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Hit us up on Instagram at Space City SRE. And on Twitter at Space City RE. Hit me up on Instagram at Brian's Beer Show. And hit me up on Twitter at this underscore those. Catch Ricky outside if you can. <laughs> Catch me watching the Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones Fucking is right. back, bro. If you if you ever watch, you comment oh, down yeah. like, bro, Righteous Gemstones is right up your alley. It's it's like the funniest thing oh, on love TV. It. So, absolutely, <laughs> I'm glad it's back. I was waiting for the comeback. <laughs> so, with all that, spend some time on your couch watching the Righteous Gemstones. It's short. You know, they're like, what, half-hour episodes? Yeah, like 25 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, knock a couple of those out, and then get out there and see Space City. See Space City!